Hey everybody! Hi, we made it. We made Hi, it. We, we made it. Hey, we made it. You know how it is. It's always technical difficulties, especially with me. Just like that. Just like that. We got a little lost, but um, thank you for joining the circle with Dex and Lolly. Um, we have a really fascinating guest today. Yes. And we're excited. We are so excited. Miss Dolores Montgomery Halvin. Thank you for having us. Thank Andrew, you. For my little Let me tell you, thank you for letting us invade your space. And we oh. have totally invaded her space. Let yes. me tell you. I'm yes. over here. Where's my cards? Where is this? We are space invaders today. Yeah. All right. Um, actually, we thank you, everybody, for joining in. Um, yeah. And we'll give everybody just a few seconds just to kind of realize we are here. Um, yes. Yes, you oh, can. Yeah, we're in Missouri. Absolutely. Yeah. Welcome to Missouri. So, welcome to Missouri. Gotta love the state. Yeah. Yep. Our guest is getting something. That's all right. Oh, oh we're yeah. good. We are good. All we're good. good. Technical yep. Yeah. You know, being a technical we are difficulty. Being, but we are all good. All good. Oh, yep. oh here it is. Oops. Sorry, everyone. But just had a little bit. Yeah. Oh, oh we are you. good. Have a oh, well, thank you so much, Dolores. I, I appreciate it. you. Oh, oh coffee. Oh, tea, um, coffees. Yeah, we're good. Wow. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, Dolores is Dolores is a real awesome hostess. She is getting us she coffee. Is a great hostess. She is. She's got us coffee. Look at us, girl. I know. Now, everybody, don't panic. Nobody panic. We, we are getting started <laughs> really shortly. Um, you know, that's how we roll. Okay, so this week has been kind of like this. So I'm thinking it's so funny that we were having these. Remember the other day when we were having technical difficulties, Lori? You yeah. Flip. Yeah. All that. Yeah, well, it's still happening. But hey, yeah. you know, God is good and he's going to yep. get us through. Yep. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, Dolores. Hello. Hello. Get situated. Yeah. We have to get ourselves all right. Okay. All right, everybody. I think we're ready. Um, I hope you got your <laughs> smoke and ready to sesh with us today. Yes. Um, as you know, we have Miss Dolores Montgomery Halvin here um, yes. with us today. And um, we want to welcome you and welcome everybody. All right. Let's get started. Miss Dolores. Yes, ma'am. I want to ask you... Um, I've, well, I'm going to say something first. I okay. have heard such wonderful things about you. Yes. Just so you know. We got to meet you and at Patience Out of Time. Yeah. Um, we met you at Patience Out of Time. I briefly met you at an event. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was fun. Yes. And my husband said, that's the lady you need to get with. You need that's to talk right. to her. So, was that at thank Ricky's you, husband. At Shady Brave? Yes. Yes, and that's we, such a cool place. It is. Oh, amazing. I love so it. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, I yes, love yes, him. Yes, yes. He's he's had a lot of new fun. Oh my goodness! I, I I don't even know how he keeps up with all of that. I know. <laughs> I know. He's such city a city slicker. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Got it going. Hey, here's yes. all you city slickers yes. for me. Yes. Peace out. Yes. Thank yes. you, Jeff, for being a city slicker and a farmer. Yes. I love it. That's right. We love it. That's right. All right. What um brought you to your journey be journey journey in cannabis? Uh, the knock on the door. What do you mean by that? When the, um, uh, when the SUV pulled in my driveway and busted my husband's garden, I got drafted. Mm. 
Okay. So that I was been scary. I was drafted. Um, I wasn't there. It was scarier for him. He was in the house. I drove past and saw the SUV and the sheriff's. Saw the police car and the big black SUV in my driveway, and the SUV was in there first. So I, I knew what was going down, so I didn't stop. And here you are, you and your husband are just living your life and working your jobs, you and RN, your husband, and then here we are. Like, you're just, all of a sudden, now you're... What did he do for a living? What was his trade? My husband did HVAC, heating and cooling. Okay. We had a little business. Uh-huh. Um, he lost an eye from acute angle glaucoma. He had a stroke. Oh, okay. In his eye, right eye, um, right eye or left eye? Left eye. He had a stroke in his left eye in 2007. Mm-hmm. And, um, this it left him with what's called a, acute angle glaucoma. Mm. And that's where in the back of the eye, it, it perpetually, it's trying to repair itself. Like, your eye pressure, everyone has eyeball pressure like a right. tire, right? right. PSI mm -hmm. is like a tire. And yours and mine, especially since we're smoking, is probably 11, 10, 11. What's a normal? Um, that's normal. Okay. Glaucoma is considered 20. That's oh. pretty high. His that's was 60, 65. Oh, oh. That's So a if lot. you imagine a tire yeah. double, triple overinflated. Wow. A lot of pressure. It must have been painful. So it was horribly painful. So mm. the vessels would just, they would try to repair themselves, but they can't because they're too tiny and too frail. And he was a long-term diabetic, so he had bad vascular disease in general, which is just comes with the territory. Anyway, he um, ended up losing the eye. I mean, it started just a little spot and it got bigger, and then it started getting really painful, and his pressure started going up. and. He had lost the vision in his eye. He'd had seven little microsurgeries through Truman Eye Foundation. Oh my goodness. And I can't imagine. He was on all the medicines and they said, Gene, we just need to take the eye out. Oh my gosh. I mean after all of those surgeries and that journey, then they just took the eye. Wow. No. They nope. said they were gonna take the eye. Oh. He was legally blind by this point and um I mean, he'd lost all of his vision in that eye completely. They say legally blind. He was blind in that eye. So we we went in to get it removed, and our primary care doctor did not want us to do it. He did not. Um, he said it would kill him. And he said, get your affairs in order. He'll have a bleed. He'll stroke out on the table. He just, it's a big surgery that requires six additional surgeries to get the prosthetic mm -hmm. eye in there, and if you don't get a prosthetic eye, then mm -hmm. the whole atrophies. It's a mess. So you weren't feeling hopeful? Um, no, we, I didn't think I was going to see him again on the other side of the table. I didn't, you know. Right. That must have been so scary. So we got in there, and they had him in his gown, and they had his IV started, and this nurse came in and, you know, and we're ready to go and this lady comes in in a suit and she says I'm sorry but we had you in here on a grant and we lost the federal grant and so you have to pay for your surgery 
and we need a check for $800 and you'll have to sign a contract to pay $350 a month for the rest of your lives, basically. How is that legal? Like, I mean, to yank somebody like that. Okay. Well. So we're, we don't have the money. Sure. He hadn't been able to work in forever. I was missing so much work taking care of him. Um, and uh, so we left. <laughs> we Here left. I am sorry. But they'd anesthetized his eye, so it wasn't hurting. Atropine is what you use to get rid of eye pain like that. And with atropine, it numbs the eye, but atropine can also cause cardiac arrest. So you can only use it twice a day. Is it a drop? It's a drop, and for two hours it would numb his eye. So he was basically flat on his back, and he could get up after the drop and do stuff for two hours until it start hurting real bad and then wait you know till the evening and we could repeat and do it again so it wasn't much of a life and it hadn't been much of a life for right. a long time and then we couldn't get his eye removed but he was out of pain because they had already you know numbed his eye so we went to my mother's and that's where our journey with marijuana started started i mean we we smoked in the 70s, hell, my husband, he, uh, I moved to Canada with this youth group thing through my church, and uh -huh. he started swimming reed ac weed across the Rio Grande, big old bricks of Acapulco gold. <laughs> so, you know, we smoked when we got married, and we even smoked when the kids were little, and I smoked right. through my first two pregnancies. You did? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. It's for morning sickness, best thing you could do. There you go. Um, but then our kids got into elementary school and dare. Yep. Mm, good old dare. dare. The dare. Thank you, dare. This, Thank you, dare, making us all criminals. This cracked me up. So we did the Waxy Brown show when we were getting ready for Patients Out of Time. And we're, we're, <laughs> we're talking, and it's me and Mark Patterson. He's another old guy, you know. Um, I, OG, I guess that's for old guy or old mm -hmm. gal. They call us the OGs, like old gal. Is that what we are? <laughs> I guess. Okay, that's, that's it. Okay. So, and then there's April. Original. Hatch, original. Who's <laughs> really young. And a couple of other really young people in the studio audience, right? Waxy's young. And they start talking about D.A.R.E. and how they would steal all their parents' pipes and weeds. Like, you guys... This is where your shit went. Now you know. We could have looked till hell froze over for our pipe. You can't find it when your kids go in and throw it in the trash. Yes. Because now they're we know. afraid <laughs> that you're going to die yeah. from your marijuana. Right. So literally, like, that made so much more sense. Because we couldn't hold on to a pipe, you know. But anyway, it got real scary, so we just quit. Yeah. I mean, alcohol it was wasn't great. It wasn't worth it. Um, yeah. You know, it was easy to get Valium back then. Yeah, right. So, and that stuff was all legal. Right. And we had kids, and it, instead of getting kinder and gentler, it started getting meaner and more hateful. Right. We were busted, oh God, back in the 70s, not too long after we got married, and we'd taken in my little brother who was 15 at the time. <laughs> And we had oh, this no. beautiful garden. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing dishes, looking out the kitchen window, and I'm like, gee, get in here. 
And, you know, my babies are both still in diapers, so this is the 70s. And uh, he comes in, he goes, what? I go, look out the window. I said, you see those plants? Those are a foot above the tomatoes. We're, you're, you're just trying to get busted here. Oh, they're not quite ready. I said, cut the tops <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be fucking moron. Yeah. This is this is an easy resolution. You don't have to pull the plant. Well, no, just Joe. cut the top. Cut the tops off. Hang, That's hang hilarious. Some, or at least hang some fake tomatoes or from something. The top. Yeah, make and it look. Just as something. we're having this conversation, there's a. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No way. It, I mean, and I'm like, there's coincidence. Seriously, dude. Um, and he had cut some. There was an ounce in the in the oven drying. You know, he was trying to rapid dry some weeds, so there was weed in the oven, and and they came in and they said, you know, we've had you this. You criminal! Where were your kids? Oh, the babies were just playing, and okay. my little brother was there, so we're all sitting there, and the cops are being super nice. There's like one car shows up. It's not. It's not a thing. They at don't this point. bring the 15 like they do now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And surround your house and get out there. Yeah, right. You so know, they're G.I. Joe shit. Yeah. No, yeah. it's, it's just a couple of cops. And, and my husband, you know, he's like 21. He's like, well, you're just going to turn me into a criminal. I just grow this for me. Uh-huh. And there were six plants out there. Um, and uh, when it was all over, they cut two of them down and left them lay. Oh. For him. That was uh, nice. They huh? took the four, they cut the two down. They come in the house, and they're like, well, Mr. Allen, we're going to arrest you. And then they look at my little brother, and they're like, Mr. Montgomery, we're going to take you, too. And my little brother's like, me? Uh, I, I just, take her, I'll watch oh, the kids, yeah, yeah, I'll babysit. Oh yeah, no, take oh. her, don't take me. Yeah, I'll babysit, yeah, you know. And it, and it cost $100 to get the two of them out. Um, they never even, it was more like a fine like I had to go down there and give a hundred bucks and got them out, and there wasn't hardly any paperwork. And you're like, what and is they going had on? to do t- they had to do a three hour drug class, and that was it. Right. right. Now that's a five to fifteen year sentence for cultivation, and at some point in time things went horribly awry, but we quit, you know, because we'd Wouldn't already. Would you just love to know busted. what they taught them in that crazy drug it, that class? Oh, I, you yeah, know, I, everything's I bad. A, Marijuana's bad, like an indoctrination, had, you know. They had posters yeah. with paraphernalia yeah. glued up there, so everybody oh. would know what the one hitter was. Mm-hmm. Ah. That's how April knew to go get rid of her dad's one hitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she saw it glued to the right. I'm sure. Poster. I'm sure my kids have seen a few things. <laughs> so, so we quit. We leave the hospital, this is 2011, and we've been dealing with this thing since 07, and it has uprooted our lives and taken away any quality of life my husband had. I went back to the hospital, we were doing our HVAC business because I didn't have to work in the hospital. It's pretty good money, you know? Yeah. How long were you at RN? Oh, then. Like 20 years. You've been in RN. Wow. I'm still in our end. Yeah, I've right. Got, I got my license back. Um, but we go to my mom's, and she's oh, surprised. There's a, there's a pretty little ashtray right, right there by you. We like pretty. Yeah. <laughs> That's our next question. <laughs> Lolly's getting up. Sorry. Um, 
it's that pretty stained oh, glass thing. Super. So we go in at my mom, you know, we tell her what happened because she's surprised to see us, but we took her lunch. She was 80, and she said, I just don't know what's wrong with you kids. <laughs> you would use marijuana for fun back in the 60s and 70s, but you won't use it now to save your life. Oh, wow. So even mom was and I'm like, like what? wow. She said, I know that it's the same thing as cannabis. And I know it treats glaucoma. When you kids were smoking it, I knew what it smelled like, so I was never worried about you back in high school. Because I knew you weren't doing anything crazy. Doing anything crazy. That's how it was back then. Well, her Uncle John had glaucoma, and when he would come to stay, her and Grandpa would always go to Cassville Pharmacy, and I love that Lisa Rourke has got first dispensary open there. Because that is right where the old pharmacy used to be, Lisa, if you end up watching this. Awesome. Where my uncle and my, my grandpa would go and buy my uncle bags of weed for, really? for his glaucoma. Yeah, his cannabis. Wow. And, uh, and mom was, you know, this is 1920, 29, 30, 31, right in there. And mom says to my grandpa one day, I like I like Uncle John's tobacco better. It smells better. You should change tobaccos. And my grandfather said, well, that's his medicine for his eyes. Uh -huh. That's his cannabis. He's got glaucoma. Uh -huh. So my mom is like, what's wrong with you? Um, and then she's just classic little old mom. She goes, Stuff's not still illegal, is it? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, Mom, Unfortunately. they just have not evolved yet. <laughs> yeah, and that was, oh, shit, that was 11 years ago. Right now. 11 years ago. And um, so we, you know. How long has your husband been gone? He died uh, Thanksgiving of 2015. 2015. Huh. So he didn't want me going out. He tried it. It was perfect. It was great. It, it worked wonders because it lowers interocular pressure. Whereas there are no opiate receptors in the eyeball. There are tons of CB1 receptors. Ooh. So it's just instant help. And he didn't want me going out on the black market. So he got a garden going and he loved it. It gave him, I mean, just it put him in a better mood when he would go down there. Therapy. But you know, fast forward to 2014, um, I'm working part-time PRN at the local hospital. He can't drive anymore, but he's real happy puttering around working on a couple of projects around the house. He built our house. He's a very talented house builder, and he, he and I and our kids built our home out there. Um, it's a, it was a cottage in the forest. We didn't have an address. There was no maps. There was no cell phone reception. There was no internet. We were out there in Bates County, mm -hmm. way out there. So having it in the basement wasn't real risky. Right. You know, we didn't right. tell anybody it was there. We didn't have people over because it would smell pretty. Right. right, right. But if, you know, the, the problem that we have, that we still have today, is that because we are a benign lot that doesn't break laws. Right. We just use cannabis right. medicine. Right. We're very, very vulnerable. And if anybody gets mad at anybody else, yep. they can throw you under the bus 
just like that yeah. and you're busted. Right. And yes. that's how 90% of the rates in this country go down is divorces, custody battles, work. They use it for a pawn. It's a pawn. And mm -hmm. I don't, you know, it's very challenging for for Wally and I to understand this, I'm sure, and it just, it's for probably preaching, where I know we're preaching to the choir listeners, <laughs> but um, why is it we'll take all these different medications, but we will not explore something that you can grow in your backyard that can do so many things? And so I think it starts with the mental attitude, and I saw an article today on leafly.com that the current administration is not pushing enough on the Senate floor. So here's my next question. Do you think that's what the medical community is waiting for? Is some sort of green flag from Congress? Or what's it going to take, that's do you question. think, yeah, really. that's going to shift the mindset here? What is going to shift that mindset? Yeah. Um, I wish I knew. I'm waiting to lose my job. There you go. I could lose my job over doing what I do. And it's a mission to help people, but because well, of the stigma, I could very well lose my job if they found out. Let's let's there you go. let's start with the it's baseline. Scary. Why is it why is cannabis still illegal? Yeah. Now that's the big question. Right. Um, right after we got busted, uh, I uh, we went public. We we weren't planning on it, but as it turns out, um, one of the Kansas City Star reporters was related to my insurance agent in Adrian, Missouri, and got the Adrian paper, you know, and saw us on the front page, um, not us, but my husband's garden, mm -hmm. where he had the three mature plants, because he had it set up like it, he would have been in absolute compliance with today's laws, right. but we didn't have them yet. So they laid it out like that. They fanned it out with the big plants, and then the teenagers, and then the young ones, and then the clones, including all of my peppers and tomatoes <laughs> that I'd started that year. Oh, yes, let's let's oh. take your food yes. Yes. Yeah. as well. Because, so you know. they counted all of those. They said we had 42 <laughs> plants, and he had three adult mature plants, and they counted all my peppers and tomatoes, mm -hmm. too. Um, oh, my gosh. Well, I don't even know where to go with that. It's that just, just pisses me off. So like, this guy, Don Bradley, he, he saw the article. And they took all of our guns. It was my husband's gun collection because we were collectors. Oh and they had gosh. all the guns fanned out in front of the pan. Huge Bates County marijuana rate. So Don oh, Bradley well, yeah, called us up and came out and wrote an article about us. That was published on the 30th of March of 2014. Now... I can't figure this. I will never understand it. God can explain it to me maybe when I die. I've been promoting our refugee children uh, since we met them on April 1st of 2014. That became our mission from God. Nice. But trying to get an article written about them, nope. nobody cares. For some reason, this article Don Bradley wrote about my husband and I went viral. It went around the world to nine countries, 11 languages. I'm still Facebook friends with this kid from India. Really? That read about it and looked me up on Facebook. And he's like, you know, he calls me grandma. He's like 20-something years old. Mm -hmm. My brother called me from London. He's an international musician. And I'm like, 
who died. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. And he's like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't I be okay? He goes, well, you and Jean's on the front page of the London Times today. Get out. This went wow. to Miami. I went wow. everywhere. It was the front page everywhere. And I, wow. and oh I don't I don't know why. How did that happen? I don't know how that happened. How did that leak? Well, APA. I mean, so yeah, crazily to I London. I don't know how it went. Who gives a shit about your shit? I in know London. we're just this little no, old couple that I don't well, know. Clearly, you the picture. Something the picture was gave the wrong, yeah. the whole wrong Something story. Was they were very intrigued by the story, and well, I think people rallied around in the, the common sense. Well, you know the the I do. I've done a lot of court support since then, and what I always tell people is. Don't kick the rattlesnake nest when you're in it. You wait till you're clear. Right. At the time, we didn't have an attorney yet, so I didn't have anybody to tell me to keep my mouth shut. Oh. Right. So Oops. we did this interview. Now, if you can imagine Bates County Sheriff's Office and the oh, prosecuting no. attorney's office oh, no. getting, you know, hate mail from literally around the world. Oh, no. Now, when they left the house that day... Um, they didn't take my husband with them. They said, well, just you guys own property, you know, you got no criminal record. Dolores works at the hospital with my wife, Jean. We'll just, I'm, I'm gonna, the sheriff told him, we're gonna just make sure you just get a summons. Right. But then this article came out and um, Dan Veets called and invited us to speak at the law committee hearing on April 1st, which is I think a Monday morning. So I just said we'd go, and this is circling back around to your question here. Mm -hmm. So I'm on the I way down it. there, and I'm like, call this number back, and I'm like, I told them who I was, and where are we supposed to be? We're almost to Jefferson City, and who are you? He goes, well, I'm your attorney. And I'm like, oh, good. Okay. I might need one of those, you know? <laughs> oh, well, good. I, 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 I was might just need, looking I for one of those. I might need one of those. Wow. Okay. So, um, so you know, you got to keep in mind, 20, there was nothing. In 2014, Dana said there was the cannabis patient wall. The International Cannabis Patient Wall had just been started by Dana and, uh, I think the name in a minute, these two gals, I think they were up in Washington. Anyway, it was the first Facebook page to about cannabis, and there were... I think 1,200 people on the page at the time, which was enormous. It's got 35,000 now. Wow, Like, by wow. the end of the year, we were at 5,000. So it's something that nobody knows about now because it's, out, you know, it's right. not necessary anymore. Right. But, but that was definitely there something was resonating. nothing, yeah. we had this. And then Show Me Cannabis had a website, but no Facebook page. And I found Dan's number on the Show Me Cannabis website. Like, I just Googled marijuana mm -hmm. to see what right. came up. Right. So when Dan called and asked us to talk to the law committee, he said, what I want you to do as a nurse is to go in there and talk about how miserable these medications made your husband versus right. cannabis. Mm -hmm. And if there's other medicines that can be replaced. So right. I start, I mean, I don't know anything about this. 
it's not been my bailiwick. I haven't really cared until, you know. All of a sudden, now you're you know, and in now, passion. Well, you grow, so now yeah. you should know everything about it. I yeah. mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I was a nurse. I wanted to keep my job. I right. wanted to keep my head down. I didn't right. want to talk yep. about no it. No more light on I you. I didn't want, yeah, exactly. You don't want any light shining on you no, whatsoever. Right. So, I have enough pickles. But yeah. once, once, uh, once we got in the spotlight, there wasn't any getting out. So it might as well come out swinging. There you go. Right. That's you my know. girl. No, they forced that. you. You're like, all right. All right. So, Here I am. Here it is. so two things happened that, that April 1st. Um, the first thing is we walked in and we, we saw the moms and their children. We met Randy Johnson with Trey. We met um, Ashley Turner wasn't there yet. I don't think her little son had even been born yet. But um, Heidi Rail was there with Zayden. And the, the most tiredest woman I've ever seen in my life. I know her first name was Diane. I don't remember her son's name. I think it was Robert. She was 70 and her son was 50. And she had done this every day for 50 years. Put him in his helmet, changed his diapers, led him around by the hand every day with no respite for 50 years. My God. And these women are talking, and it's, we're up next. And my husband's like, I'm not getting up. <laughs> Grandma's like, look, we all said, if you think I'm going to get up there and complain oh, about, about a little eye pain after that, you're nuts. He goes, you can yeah. fight for them. Uh -huh. So I went up there. I had on my lab coat. My grandpa's a preacher. And, um, you busted it out. Yeah, I did. I, I preached the gospel. I preached the Beatitudes, you know. It. said, hey, I blessed are it. the merciful. <laughs> and... Uh, and I looked at these women and I pointed, I'm like, they have torts. Yeah. You you are practicing medicine without a license. There you go. You, you are committing medical abuse and neglect. They should sue you. Right. Right. <laughs> that? They really ought to sue you. Yeah. And uh, this one this one senator who was, I guess, one of the good guys. He goes, well, if it's so great, how come it's still illegal? And I'm like, oh. So you're the lawmaker, dude. Hell I said, no. I just said, say that? I oh my said, gosh. you know, Sounds about right. as a matter of fact, I was right. wondering that myself about 2 o'clock in the morning <coughs> when I was preparing for this. <laughs> so I Googled. I said, I looked at my husband and I said, I don't know how this is still illegal. And he said, well, ask the computer. So I, <laughs> so I did. And the first thing that came up was private prisons. Ah, And the go. second thing that came up were the Koch brothers. Oh. And when I said that out loud, you, you could knew. just watch them and look at their feet, uh -huh. you know, look at the ceiling. You could tell immediately who was in their pockets. Yeah. Immediately. The Koch brothers are consistently, consistently, um, um, consistently funding things that um, obviously I don't think serve the, the, the majority of the people. Let's just put it that well, way. Well, they, they, I mean, they single-handedly uh, destroyed a generation. Yeah. Um, so... Now, fast forward to today, 
And if you Google why is marijuana still illegal, private prisons are no longer a factor. When I when I was at the law committee hearing, they were trading for $35 a share on the stock market, which is pretty good. Now they're junk stock. Oh. You, They just get thrown into portfolios and tossed around. They're mm -hmm. just junk stock. They're, mm -hmm. There has been. Um, I think there's a lot of a lot of your donors, if you will, I think are going to find out that when the public finds out who they are, I think they're going to start making a difference. Well, the, the problem we have now, our, our public enemy number one is, is the highway patrol. Yeah. And the big problem with the highway patrol is that they get $45 million in taxpayer grant money a year. $45 million to fund the war on drugs. So Why? your tax oh, here dollars we go. are tax going dollars, people. $45 million a year. Missouri gets between 5 and $7 million of that dollars. And it's not just money. They get weapons. This of is where they, they get all their toys. They get their SUVs. They get their helicopters. Mm -hmm. They get their drones. They get their big guns, their bulletproof vests, their tanks. Those are all part of this um, war on drugs doubling down, and it's uh, they're highway robbers now. Yeah, they are. So the way yeah, we are. got busted was, and this is something everybody needs to understand, and the significance of this is that in 2017, we had this coming off the books. Yep. And in 2017, the Missouri, oh, mighty. Somebody had an affair with somebody else, and the Missouri House and Senate met without passing one single solitary bill that year. But defunding the task force was supposed to become law in right. 2017. Right. Now, that didn't happen. The way that works is that they get federal funding, and so that changes asset forfeitures. If the sheriff would have come and busted us, had they had any, had we had money or anything of any value that they took and seized, that would have been auctioned off and given to the Department of Education. Oh, um, <laughs> bingo! Although it wouldn't have happened because if they would have called people that turned us in, would have called our local sheriff, he would have come out to the house and said, Gene. I got a call, you know, I don't know if this is going on or not, but if I were you, if it is, I wouldn't be doing it because you've got an enemy out there. Right. Mm -hmm. But when people call the Federal Drug Task Force, they come and they call the sheriff and the sheriff cannot legally say no. Right. Now, what they get and walk out with, they get to keep right. and they give 35% to the federal government and they keep 65%. When they pull people over along the side of the road on 40 highway, on 70 highway, and they take, and even in Kansas, mm -hmm. you know, legal hey, people yes, transporting oh, money yes. to legal you? businesses, yep. they give, they're technically supposed to give 35% of that to the feds. Right. But that's just a cash that the slush fund on this 
two years after it started yeah. was $22 million. Oh. Now, can you imagine how much money the Missouri Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Missouri State Federal slash Drug Task Force, and they all got these cool names, the Mustangs and the Comets, and and they go, they're thugs, they go around in ski masks, and they they smell, they don't, they have no hygiene, and even when they raid you, they're wearing their ski masks, and they it's not lie. Okay. It's not okay. They lie. We have Is the transcripts. Is this America or Russia? I can't decide. In the transcripts of my trial, because Gene died before I went on trial, and they didn't drop the charges on me, which was unbelievable. Oh, Seriously. Wow. That's horrible. Yeah. So we went through, um, we were arrested after the law committee. Let me back up a little bit. So we go down to the law committee on April 1st, Monday. And on Thursday um, morning, we were arrested at our homes, at our home, at 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, they just came and took us. My dog has been the cone of shame. She'd had surgery. I mean, we had six dogs and cats, and they just came and took us. Um, I, I, they had to wait on a lady cop to get there, and the guy cop showed up because he, you know, the cops all knew us. Nurses, nurses, a lot of nurses are married to cops. And yep. I worked in a it's small town yep. hospital. You yeah. know, it's just. Right. They knew who I was. They did not want to be going through my underwear drawer. They didn't no. want to be there. No. And nobody <laughs> felt good about it. Right. Um, but after that article came out and the hate mail started coming in, um, then the gloves came off. And well, we were arrested on a Thursday morning at 9 a.m. with $25,000 bond each. Oh, my gosh. And Bates County only does bond reduction. It doesn't matter who you are or how much money you've got. There are bond reduction hearings on Wednesdays, period. Once a week. Once a week. Oh so they my picked gosh. us up on a Thursday morning and set the high bond intentionally to ensure we would spend a full, solid week in jail. Oh, my God. Now, during that week, like my husband had and I had uh, just put in our my dream bathroom upstairs, the dormer bathroom. We had a tornado hit the house, broke the tree in half and threw it through the roof and broke the main beams. It was a cool house. It was built up like a, like a cottage like this in the mm -hmm. woods. Mm -hmm. And the back of it was three stories, you know, because it was built into the, the oh bluff. Oh, my gosh. Gorgeous. So the deck was just, we'd walk out into the middle of the treetops. And my bathroom was really up there in the treetops. And we found this 1916 cast iron tub. And while we were getting it up the stairs with a come along, he skinned his foot on it and got an infection in his toe, which on diabetics is devastating. Ooh, right. Exactly. So, yeah. So we had um, fought this thing. He finally had to have stents put in his legs to increase the circulation to his feet. And it was healing. You know, it was just about a non-issue after two months of it being a major issue when we got arrested. And they didn't, you know, they didn't give him any medicine. They didn't give him anything for his blood pressure. They didn't give him antibiotics. They didn't give him insulin. They didn't give him shit. That's horrible. So that while horrible. in jail, he had several TIAs 
I'm sure the stress and everything, yeah. And he had a silent heart attack that blew the electrical conduction in his heart. But the toe blew up, and two days after we got out of jail, I see red lines coming up the back of his leg. So we had been out of jail two days when I had to take him and get his toe amputated. Oh, my God. And from there, it was just... um, She's like, well, this is going to spread, and we're going to have to take off all the toes. And we're like, well, then take off all the toes. And she said, well, no. Medicare will only pay for the infected toes, so I have to wait for them to... One at a time? So they took off five toes, one at a time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And with each surgery... I don't even know where to go with that. You have to lay flat on your back for two weeks. With each surgery, you can't... You've got to keep your foot elevated with the amputation. So... My husband was a big muscular guy, and when you lay, your muscles atrophy and bone spurts form, because your bones, like people don't know this, but I didn't even know this, but bone spurs are from where you used to have muscle. You don't have muscle anymore. Your bones will fill that in. Your bones know they should be touching muscles, so that's what makes bone spurs. Uh, And he was in so much agony, and when I finally was able to get him down for x-rays, it looked like a dinosaur on spine, and they they were inoperable. So what they started to do was cut the circulation off to his lower body, so he started falling. And then he, by the time... I guess we had to go with hospice in October because I just couldn't get him down the steps to the hospital, to the doctor's office to get his pain medicines refilled. And um, then, you know, it cut circulation off to his head. So the last couple of weeks, he just didn't know shit from apple butter. He wasn't just, doing well at all. No, and he was frightened, and he was angry. And mm-hmm. um, How old was he? 60. He was 60. So young. Wow. 60. I'm wow. so sorry this happened to you. And all for like all the... All Monday before... Um, yeah. Monday before he died, this is Thanksgiving week, we had a court date. Now, he hadn't been able to go, so I had a doctor's excuse. Now, he's not going to be there. He's dying. Yeah. You, you think know. that was, you know, surprise. So, I don't, uh, I've got a lot on my mind, and I wasn't thinking about court. Um, and you think the you hospice really? worker, yeah. at Why 9 o'clock you? in the morning, there's a knock on my door, and the whole hospice team is on my porch. Oh. Five of them. And I'm like, what's going on? What's and they had a termination contract. The nurse's aide had reported a roach on the nightstand, and they were there to terminate us from hospice unless I signed a contract stating there would be no illegal drugs in the house. Are you kidding they, me? This was, this was uh, oh, okay. I don't even get hospital. that. I, I don't, don't even know what to I say. I don't even know, like, what did you just wow. say? Yeah. A termination contract. Contract. Yeah. Because you were on the hospice program, and they had to prove that that there was cannabis. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, um, 
Oh my God! So well, I'm I got dealing that, with the, the this. The last care. What did this? Oh, nobody did they gave, gave a, a shit. shit. They didn't. They didn't care about my husband, uh, and they no, didn't care about me. No, It was Crossroads Hospice out of Butler, Missouri, and they should be ashamed of themselves. Naughty. They were, they were probably they ran were, by people that want to make sure that everybody else lives and feels and thinks the way they do, and that's the problem. And they don't appreciate the fact. That there's that no you're, compassion. There's zero compassion. You know what? At that point, you know what they do. Uh, you know this as well as I do. Oh, wait for it. They shoot him up with morphine and Thorazine and Haldol yes. Yes. And, and all of those psychotic drugs. But hey, let's don't let him do. Oh my God. They so were. They got me constipated. Oh, with there all you the go. Opioids, oh, yeah. Because I'm like, because that's what happens. You're not treating his pain, so no. they finally get Dilaudid oh. in there and get him comfortable, and he's constipated now. So then there's two nurses standing up, and they're giving him an enema. And the last sentence, the last coherent sentence, my husband said was, "This is really awful." And the the nurse goes, "What's awful, Jane?" And he goes, "What's happened to me?" Wow. It's really awful. Wow. Oh my God! He recognized like oh, yeah. what the insanity of it. He was like, "Look, just let me sit and let me have my peace." I just it was it was um, it wasn't just getting the death penalty. It was getting eleven months of torture before the death penalty. I'm so sorry. So it was inhumane. Neanderthals. Um, it Backwards. was inexcusable. It was unforgivable. It is unforgivable. It, 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 it's immoral. It it's, was immoral. It, do, do you know, I look at that as, is that not the antithesis of the hypercritical oath? It was. Is it not? It it broke. It begs the question. I, I wrote out a list of laws at one point. Crossroads Hospice broke. should be ashamed of yourself. And yeah, I just said that. Bring it. They, um, <laughs> oh, her dick. Sorry. Is, this, this is why Lolly's here to calm me down for a while. All right. Practicing medicine without a license. Thank you. It's medical abuse yeah. and neglect. Thank you. It is none of their business what goes on in your home. And it's negligent homicide. Thank you. Last year, the prison fatalities Sick. were up 49%. This, I, I listen to NPR, so I yeah. get real news. Mm -hmm. Folks, Listen up. They're killing our family members over weed. Yeah. A 49% increase in fatalities. Is that how you got, how'd you get involved with Canna Convict Project? Yeah, is that what the you deal well, with them or around them? Uh, you know, I, I, I went on the road with Show Me Cannabis on the 2016 campaign. Nice. And that, that campaign was hijacked by um, the executive directors of New Approach, Missouri. Um, there was gerrymandering done at the last minute mm -hmm. where they dropped District 4, which I had the signatures in on, and picked up District 2, which is St. Louis, which nobody's supposed to ever use in a petition mm -hmm. nope. because it's always tossed out. Mm -hmm. And this was done intentionally because the financial interests of the powers that be had not gotten all their I's dotted and T's crossed. So we lost that on 22 signatures after a grueling campaign, and we had to do it all over again. So um, initially there was language in those petitions, both of them, about people getting out of jail. But somehow through the course, unbeknownst to me, 
and a lot of other people, that language got dropped about expungement and letting people out of jail. Oh my God. That got completely dropped from the 2018 petition. There was nothing in that petition to help criminals. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely so what, nothing. What happened? What happened was um, they added their own it's, garbage it's, in it. It's assuming. money. Yep. It's always about money. It was the money, money. The money trail. The yeah, money you trail. just follow the money. The money trail. It tells you the story. So always. 2018, I'm at the um, after party. I'm at the watch party. And my little granddaughter that I had with me, mm -hmm. patients out of time, had been by my side petitioning, getting signatures for. Uh, both campaigns. I love it. She stalked me online. She googled <laughs> and read everything I ever did, and Aww. and uh, loved her grandpa. Aww. And I I pulled her up to the stage of patients out of time. I really wanted to recognize her. We had advertised that we were going to be at Town Square in Pier City to get signatures. This was summer of 2018, just before the end of the campaign. Mm -hmm. And the Berry County coroner drove up to run us off. Oh. He's like, I am so sick of burying kids from drugs. And that little girl went up to his truck, and 10 minutes later, he's out of his truck. He's tears. Oh, my gosh. And he's signing the petition. Get Whoa, out. you go, girl. Our oh. kids. Oh, my Our kids are smart. Gosh. Our kids are powerful. Our kids are very powerful. It's what did she say boys. to him? Uh, Who knows? Who knows, but bless my him be. Um, I have a granddaughter, and she's a little spitfire, and I, I do, I, I'm with you, Grandma. Yeah. I think these young people, um, I give think them the answer. microphone. Give them, because yeah. I think they give see the truth. They the see how, how crazy our society is, you know? Well, I mean, truth is and truth bottom hurt. line. <laughs> it is simply a truth that cannabis is a plant that heals, and that's it. The rest is all lies. It's all based on lies. It is. Everything um, about cannabis that's saying that it's dangerous. It's it's just a new it's, it's, it's a new um, level of reefer madness. Yeah, just well, at, just at one of the I can't remember who we interviewed, but it was at the patients out of time, and somebody said, "Find the cause, live the cure." Well, Instead the of all the pills, that was that was who Christina was that? Um, at Four Twenty. That was um, okay, Christi, I'm sorry, Christia um, at Healthcare Four Twenty. Yeah, and like that's their philosophy where she health, works. Health Grove. I'm sorry, Health Grove 420. That's their philosophy. Okay, because I love that. Exactly I that. that it's finding what's going on, and we talked right. about this. Right, Our right. bodies are a well-oiled machine, and yeah. if something's gone awry, you have to discover what that is, and then and then treat it. Right. You don't take a pill to cover it up, and yeah. that's kind of where that's where we where were at. at. But yeah. that kind of with the medical, that kind of. Yeah, I love well, that. Thank you for yes. that. Find the cause, yes. live the cure. Mm -hmm. That's from from Care Four Twenty. Yes, thank you so much. We want to do. Um, oh, here's their card. Mm -hmm. I'll shout out really quick to them because oh, we are yeah. doing that. Yes, thank yes, you for thank that. You. We love you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. Can you put that on your fridge. All right, we're Dave right. Tech guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. so cool. I Good love them. Guy. Keep on growing. Yeah. Well, Christina, back to her. Um, I was. Uh, it, well, I, I got I met Tamara Netzel, who you saw at Patients yes. Out of Time. Yes. She does yes. the Cruel Consequences Project, yes. which would be a great one for you guys. I know. I have to do I, a Zoom thing. Oh my She's gosh! Amazing. 
that her and there were a couple other women. And I was yeah. Her how do you Lolly meet all these people? Oh, that I, was that, one of my questions. You know, how do you meet all? Lolly and I were just so excited. That we were night. so blown away. Yeah. We only went to a very we only small got to see a couple after people party. We were just talking to everybody, you know. Yeah, because we uh, never even we didn't here, know right? what was <laughs> going on or what to expect. Yes. And when we got there. We were like, um, this is great. We seen Miss April, and we we're like, okay, where's Dolores? Because <laughs> we don't even know where to start with this. This that was just so classy and amazing. Just the after the parties were awesome. They were great. Oh, yeah. All three of the parties were yeah. awesome. Yeah, oh and, God, and the people Sula. we got oh to visit with and talk with were amazing. How it's do the you? The first time I've ever seen him let his man button down. I know. He like, was really cruising. He, yeah. was, he was a really cool He was like guy. a normal human being. Yeah. And you know, it, Lolly laughed at me because she knows how I feel about doctors. I know it's sad but true, doctors. I'm, I'm learning. But I'm not a big fan of them. And so for me to even be somewhat wanting to even talk to this guy yeah. was a lot for me. Both and, of them. Uh, but Dr. he was Grant fabulous. Is really cool yeah. too, He's yeah. awesome. They are. They're very committed to patients how do you find them? time. Like, I mean, like, how, <laughs> well, do, you like, how do you find these good guys? I mean, like, these are amazing folks that you have so <laughs> well, these are people with. that have um, sought me out. Like, like I said, the story went went viral. Okay. And then okay. I kept, I never turned an interview down. Good. I never good. turned down an opportunity to, you know speak truth to power ever ever my husband fell in love with her like immediately immediately but yeah <laughs> i see why you are so captivating on stage your mission your story you you really entice people into what you have to say because you're you're knowledgeable and your your voice and your words are powerful well i th they're not powerful enough because they are the federal schedule, i'm sitting in missouri like, with you hanging out getting well getting you know, a chance maybe to talk to a lady whose name is in these books, yes, I have some of my oldies. I just grabbed them. Yay. But, Dolores, why are you in these books? And what do you do for, what? how do you go with the evolution in that whole crew as well? Um, this lady's gosh, on the spot. Her name is in here. Is, um, I'm going to show you guys. It's insane. The connectedness has really been interesting. And that's been, you know, it's a hard, everybody's got a story. Yep. Everybody's but got a that's story. why Dex and Lolly right. do what we do. Yes. Dolores, we talked about that yeah. earlier. You asked us why we do what yeah. we do. We yeah. have a story and a reason. Everybody does. You bet. In this has got a story. You bet. Um, it, a personal story that impacted in some way. Yeah. That for those of you who don't know the Evolution book or Dolores, <laughs> there's her little name in there and her big name and. The magazine is Evolution. For those of you who don't know it, has great articles, great really great articles. I read the magazine. Yeah, I mean, there's the a lot of pictures are really pretty, but Bill recipes. And Becky, recipes. Well. I mean, they, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Hey, articles. I love this yeah. gal. The she articles so cool, to me yeah. are just they're, they're yeah. right in the moment and up April to date, writes, progressive. April. Yeah, we've oh, got some gosh. great. I love writers. Okay, great writers. Just if you guys need any more. Um, Dex yeah. and Lolly would love to write and throw some pictures and some some of our stories and some folks yeah. in there, but yeah, that is a great magazine. And how what, how do you get with well, that? Well, um, would they hunt you uh, down? Uh, they hunt you down? Kind of like us. It was 20, in twenty eighteen, <laughs> after that campaign, I left that party angry. I left that watch party livid. Right. So so angry. Mike, they'd asked me to talk. I didn't want to talk. I told my granddaughter she could have my, my five minutes. 
So, and she had school night. She had to leave at nine. And they wouldn't let her talk. It was just a drunken, loud... I didn't know hardly any of the people there. I'm like, who are you people? But these are the money people. This was all the industry. This mm -hmm. was all the people that were going to profit from this winning. And nobody cared about the fact that... And it was sponsored by Normal, but the, the they would not give her the microphone and let her have her... And she wrote a little speech. I still have it. Oh. Um, and I just, I thought, I felt really used at that point. Like you, you were like the use, yeah, the use your name and what's you going used on. My yeah, story of course they to did. get what you wanted, and then you throw my granddaughter under the bus. So I wasn't happy with mm -mm. folks. And then it wasn't too long after that, Tamara Nestle had read about me somewhere. I don't know where. Um, got a hold of me about Girl Consequences, and I don't know how Tamara found Chris Smith, but Tamara found Chris Smith to do the photography and sent Chris mm -hmm. Smith down to the farm in Pulaski Fields to take my picture for Girl Consequences. So that picture in my hat that Tamara's got, Chris took that on the front porch of my farm. So Chris and I are out there talking, and he's like, well, are you happy? And I'm like, no. Not at all happy. No, far I got from out happy. of jail. Yeah, yeah. far goes, from happy. I know. My my wife works in legal aid, and she's livid, and we're livid, and we want to do something about it. We want to do. So and I'm like, I'm down. You right. whatever it You're is. Like, sign me up. Yeah. I'm ready to roll. So I called that's, Christina. That's me and Molly. <laughs> I'd never met Chris before. I called her from the porch that day. Chris took off to drive home. I called Christina. We talked on the phone until Chris got home, which was a two and a half hour drive, you know, and uh, she knew a few other people that weren't happy with things, and we started Can of Convict Project. And we've, done, um, we've gotten six guys out. Really? That's uh -huh. awesome. We have our efforts. We've, we've shaved off 44 years. Oh, wow. Oh, Doris, that's awesome. Awesome. That's, awesome. that's awesome. That's a lifetime for people. Yeah. Before that's, this. That's huge. That's really huge. It was Show Me Cannabis back in 2016 that got Jeff Levinsky out. Adela Wisdom, um, just a longtime prison activist from Mid-State, from Williamsburg, wrote Jeff's uh, appeal. And Show Me Cannabis got 200,000 signatures oh, to submit wow. to Governor Nixon, and we got Jeff out. Uh, but he served 22 of a life without the possibility of parole. The thing is, and these are just for cannabis convictions. Only yeah. we don't yeah. do anything except pure nonviolent cannabis convictions. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 44 years off of, and, and out of and, all and of them, I think. Collectively, they had already served, I think, 50 altogether, the six of them. For cannabis. So we're talking 100 so years. Like, and, uh, so this is how stupid this is. Charlie White, the first guy we got out, um, is 81 years old. Aww. And he and his uh, son-in-law had a grow operation that got busted. Some weird, somebody had a car accident in front of their house, and the cops showed up weed or some bizarre Oh my god, like a total fluke thing. So Anthony Bearden is up in Minnesota serving a hard 10 and we've not been able to do anything to get him out. Charlie was here in Missouri and 
he was serving 10, and he's 81, and he's blind, got glaucoma. Oh, my God. And he's in a wheelchair. Oh, well, there's a hardened criminal for you. But he's home on house arrest. He'd swear to God, we had to go down and build him an anchor. I wanted to, you guys want to have some fun. Let's go down and film Charlie making a break for it. Oh, let's do it. We build him a wheelchair (laughs) ramp. We can go, Charlie. Go, Charlie. There you go, Charlie. You know, try to outrun the ankle bracelet. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we just had to find somebody. His daughter-in-law just really struggles because her husband's still in prison. And uh, her car broke down, so we just had to find somebody that could get Charlie from Buffalo to Springfield for his probation hearing, because if he does it, they'll revoke his probation, and don't think they won't go out there and get and drag Charlie. that poor old man. Well, there you have yes. it, listeners. Um, we can yeah. all rest now knowing that the 81-year-old yeah. is... Not able to get, got his ankle bracelet, can't get to you because, you know, he could really hurt you with his joints. Don't fear. He won't share any of his cannabis with you. I hear these stories and I'm just, we're always so blown away. What do we do now? We have to fight. I'm like, done. Let's go, cannabis First of all, normal, national organization for the reform of marijuana laws, national Normal is not a state organization. It's not meant to be a state organization. Once we got medical protections for our patients in Missouri, we should have gone back to national. Yep. It's, it's, there is a certain amount of liability. If you're a not-for-profit and you claim to be doing something and you're not doing it, um, you can get sued for that. And there's sure several can. instances over the past decade that not-for-profits have been sued oh, because they have said... Mm-hmm. We're going to do this, and since they've said they're going to do this, then nobody else goes in and does it, and it doesn't get done. That's right. That's against the law. Normal, for 52 years, has been representing the national change. I'm sorry. You got one damn job to do. One. In 52 years, one job. Get it off the schedule. How much money has the normal board made how much money has the normal executives made? Where is all this funding go to get a monthly newsletter that says, well, it's probably too complicated. It'll probably be 2023. I'm sorry. If you're shit or get off the pot. Yeah. If you're not going to do it, step down, dissolve the organization, Find and somebody let will. somebody that will. Yep. If you're going to keep claiming that you are a national organization, get off your ass get to Washington, D.C. Let's see some damn marches to get this shit off the schedule. This is ridiculous. Yes. This Amen. should not... And I'm a nurse. We, we, we judge by outcomes. Exactly. Einstein. Statistics. You know, do the same Science. thing over and over Science. again, yeah. expecting a different outcome is Einstein's definition of crazy. Right. Normal has had 52 years. They've not changed their doing? strategy in 52 years. Going on. They just siphoned about seven million, I don't know, somewhere how many millions? I don't quote me on the seven. Where's that going? They siphoned seven they siphoned several million mm-hmm. dollars off of the dispensaries to fund this legal mo twenty two campaign, which is money? why we could not get funding for patients out of time. Boo. A cannabis education Boo. organization that really would have effectively been a change agent 
for yep. our location. Yep. But when we couldn't get even the smallest donations because the dispensaries just gave 750000 to this legal Missouri campaign, which does nothing to get it off the federal schedule, and not only that, but sticks us with the law making cannabis a jailable offense even if we get it off the schedule. Right. Ridiculous. Which makes no sense. So, so we should get federal reform yeah. and still, it could still be a class one in Missouri if right. people sign this petition. That's right. So just. It's for the, it's for the, the very wealthy, again. Again. This dispensary is not for your average person. So how would you vote on Missouri 22? I'll vote no. No. You guys hear that? No. No. Take Everybody that, that doesn't take, know what this is, please take time. Google it. Please, please, please. It's on the House floor. In August, um, a lot of folks are going to go there to try. Now, the bill but, I like. The House floor bill. I forget the name of it. I'm sorry. That I like. It's Missouri Legal 22. I don't like it. Right. Now, the legislation, yes, it's great. But the one thing we've always been I mean, able to count on from Missouri House and Senate is nothing. Right. Oh them to do nothing. They well, they allocate funds that are needed, that are for a certain thing, and they misallocate them to something else. They're well, very notorious they're not going to, you know, we, we presented them with a, a really good bill in 2014. That's when we got the CBD only portion, which I will take credit for, because I don't think they were even going to pass that until I told them no. these women were going to come back and sue them if they didn't. Mm -hmm. So they got that through as an emergency measure, and it oh, did sure. help. It took two years before, it, you know, the governor signed it and it became law and the first grow came up. But Barnes Hospital in St. Louis applied for a federal grant, got it. And so now Missouri, if you have a special needs child and you want to live in Missouri, you can't, but you got to move to St. Louis. Otherwise, you can't go to the hospital. Right. There, see, that's the big snap. Here is my next question yeah. to you. Yeah. I, I saw Morris. Yeah, I saw that. I want to circle around to this question and then we will probably be wrapping up, you guys. Oh my gosh. But here's their, our very last topic that I am really want to get with Dolores. What do you think about kids and cannabis? Tell us your feelings about that. Just your feelings in general as a nurse with autism or a hyperactivity. Um, what do you think about that as versus a bunch of Ritalin? Stuff. Well, I was a school nurse in the inner city for six years. Oh, I bet and, you saw some um, things. There you go. Yeah, uh, transient kids, lots and lots of Ritalin. No, um, so I, let me scare you all for a moment. When I okay. started, <clears throat> when I started as a school nurse in 2000, when I was working on my bachelor's degree, autism was starting to get talked about prior to 2000 um, less than 2% of the population was affected back when Rain Man was filmed you know there wasn't that was many a, I agree it was a phenomenon right people really didn't even know what a no, savant was really until that was. movie right exactly so then in um, fast forward to 2003 and we are getting funding to open up the first school based health clinic in Kansas City, Missouri at University Academy Charter School. I was working for Hellsberg and Block, who were the philanthropists that were funding the school. And autism had jumped to, um, 
86 percent and i'm like wow you're like what's going on so with 14 percent of kids being diagnosed with autism we decided that we should set up some protocols surrounding it so we wrote and included that in our health club charter autism as a diagnosis that we are going to probably be dealing with so that was 2003 today it is one in 44 oh my god okay so one in 44 of our children and those are the diagnosed we are losing a generation of kids because we have poisoned the water um, they're suffering it's environmental folks. poisoning Kansas City another thing that you know we know about if you listen to NPR uh-huh. Kansas City's been declared a super fun cleanup site for lead there's nine times more lead in the backyards of rule of uh, urban Kansas City Missouri school kids than is legally allowed yep. and they are nine times okay. higher so their their plan is they got I think 33 million dollars to clean up the lead out of Kansas City Missouri and the only plan they have is to go in and remove everyone's backyards dig down like four feet until they get out of the lead below the lead pipes and take everyone's backyards out so oh, that's I a great to, plan um, I talked to Tyler with Hemp Association and we're trying to facilitate a meeting between the people that are in charge of this program and all this money and the hemp farmers because you can plant hemp to suck lead out of dirt it would take two growing seasons to clean their backyards and but it, they won't even entertain that. I well, read an I article. Lord, would that not be? I read, yeah. I read an article a couple know. weeks ago about how fabulous. Oh my gosh. Hello. That it would be yeah. so progressive. And people. Progressive. progressive. Kansas City, we could get progressive. Even on that. Come on now. But it's it's so much education and and. Um, but that's I mean that people are unwilling to even open their minds. Well, that's no, the part. no, I mean, I not everyone, so. but it's, some people it's are. The media, like I like you saying no, yeah. and actually because that opens our eyes, because yes. sometimes we get caught in, like, nobody's listening, but, you know, No, they, people are listening. The thank press you. won't report on it. We okay. did not get any media coverage. I noticed that. I know. We, we were going to talk that. about We noticed that. We were that. absolutely black. The, the media, you guys missed out on some they really super did. phenomenal they education. Wake up, Kansas City. If you City, care about your air market, where up. you market your airtime, you yeah. care about your citizens, maybe you should yeah. publish these kinds of things and teach people about their health. This is great information for your health. Yeah. Well, if we don't start getting all the, ch- we need to put CBD in the water system in the schools. Uh, can- Something. Cannabis, CBD, cannabis medicine for autism and uh, brain disorders is the only hope we have of salvaging an entire generation. Yeah. We've already lost my kids' generation to opioids. We've lost over a million um, out of the workforce just since COVID started. A million young men and women that should be raising their children now have died yeah. from fentanyl overdoses, whereas, of course, so cannabis bad. is here at zero, but yeah. fentanyl is yeah. a class two of medicinal purposes right. whereas marijuana is a class, class one, one of no medicinal which is a bold faced which lie. is crazy 47 it's vice states should have, it vice versa so how do we just continue to allow the government to propagate a lie and not complain 
So I agree. <coughs> that's that's it right there. It's a lie. Just like over our entire, just go back 50 years. How many lies have we been told? And but come why? to find out. And it always goes back to money. Money, 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 yeah. money, money. The top but, 5%. But it also goes back to laziness. I agree. On our part. I agree. Um, we should do more. The states. Sesh. And it, again, goes back to the responsibility of normal, having assumed the role of being a national organization and using state chapters over and over again to promote state laws. Like, I mean, all those resources, all those petitioners, all that money, that should have been in Washington, D.C. That should have all been going down in Washington. We are... The analogy I use over and over is we're a disco ball with 50 lights, points of light. Right. In random chaos. Right. We need to be a Death Star to, I mean, like, I want to kidnap the Death Star. I there you put go. Yoga with goats <laughs> on the third floor, you know. I want to bring everybody in. And I want to just get going so fast that we just roll that thing to Washington. <laughs> I love it. And then we don't have to shoot it. We can just roll over nice. them. Nice. You know, we, if we, we were working we together, yeah. we could. Together. Yes. Together, guys. If we guys. would quit being 50 states and realize United. that it doesn't matter what you do for your state, the elephant in the room is still shitting all over you and no dispensary is safe. Right. Just like the Supreme Court just overturned a 52-year yeah. president. Yes. Anybody we just saw it go bye-bye without a vote, we by could the way. See, we could easily see all of the protections the federal government's been giving to the states flipped on its head. Well, yeah, because we clearly could. it's somebody's idea or opinion or I think you should live a certain way. So that, unfortunately, yeah. when we walk away from the Constitution of the United States of America, this is what happens. The federal government we can start come into our right any dispensary in this state yeah. and shut Right now, down. their tushies are flapping in the wind, yeah. and I don't even see why people don't see that that's a problem. It is a problem. It's a huge problem. It's still a class one. And, you know, when I said that at the law committee in 2014, they're like, what's that mean? And I'm like, what do you mean, what's that mean? Well, you keep talking about this class one thing in this schedule. What's that mean? I'm like, seriously? What do you mean you don't? You're down you, here making laws on something, and, and you, you don't, don't even, even know? know the law surrounding it. Yeah, what's wrong with you people? But I am not it. shocked. Yeah. I, it's it's. I, I'm I, saddened. I, I'm I was, not shocked. I was saddened. I was infuriated. I, honestly, I oh, think I'm not even shocked. Honestly, I think it's honestly it's because it's all there's a pool. There's a pool. Yeah, there's a pool of money. You're bought. Right. So well, it's like, I'm well, sign here, and I'm going to give your campaign five thousand dollars. You are aware or, that the governor is invested in his niece's dispensary in St. Louis. Right? Yes. And he I read will, that. And he won't. He won't expunge our records. Right. And that needs to be exposed. There's a lot of there's a lot of exposure on these. It's just like that this that senator is. guy um, changing the. The workplace uh, harassment because one of his employees, female employees, accused him of sexually harassing her at work. So what they do is they just keep moving the goal line yeah. or the margins. Well, this was a law today, but guess what? My wealthy friend just has a problem with this, so now we're not going to do it, okay? Yeah. That's what's happening. I had to say that into the camera. Sorry, I get emotional. No, get over there, true. Next. I know. But, Speak it. Um, the, the living, water on me the living me. Get by me so you can sing. 
We got some girl power. Going. I know. I feel this wonderful I energy. Know. I just I had do. that I hug. Just, I just love you, hug it. I just want to. I'm just like, let's go. I'm about ready. Let's jump well, in the car and let's go to Washington. I'm about to say, you. let's that's, go. That's what needs that's to happen. Yeah. August. It's always 2nd. the women making the changes. Have you noticed that? Yeah. What is it? August second. August second is the. Let's see. 1938 to 22. I don't know. I know. I was trying to. What it was a. Um, 84th anniversary. We're so bad at this. It's the what? The 84th anniversary of the Marijuana Stamp Act, which is what initially started the ball rolling to make it illegal. And that's August 2nd. August 2nd. At the, should, in Jeff City? It, no, that's the anniversary oh. of the national. Of marijuana that stamp, stamp out. Okay. Stamp Act. Okay. Where they declared that you, in the 1600s to come to Virginia, you had to sign a contract agreeing to grow 300 acres of hemp. Right. You couldn't come here if you didn't. Up until 1868, hemp was used as legal tender in America, and you could pay your taxes with hemp. Yep. Exactly. So the eradication of hemp started with the Marijuana Stamp Act. In 1938, yep. declaring a $100 a pound tax yes. on hemp, making it impossible impossible to grow. Right. So 84 years we have lived under that law, and it's still law, and people should be in Washington on August 2nd complaining about it. Okay, listeners, let's all go to Washington August 2nd. If you can't go to Washington, just go to your... Your, your, your federal, local. your local federal building. Kansas I mean, City, Missouri. The Kansas yeah. City, Missouri federal yep. building. This is a federal, and just FYI, Kansas comes back into <laughs> Kansas goes back into session on August third. Oh, I was okay. going to ask you. Yeah, we were been, discussing yes, that. When is they there any movement in. on that? Because I saw that they had passed one, but then they had tweaked with it, and now it went back to the floor. Are they still tweaking with things? Well, the last letter I got, they said it's just so complicated and confusing. We're going to oh. have to put it to 2023. But rumor has it that they have so um, set aside a few more days of, of time for hearing after August 2nd when they come back into session. So we, you know. You would think they like money. There's a couple different things that we could do. We could do a federal protest on August 2nd and show up at the federal buildings across the country. In Kansas City, I'd like to see a state line protest. That'd be great. Where everybody right. on the Kansas side lines up yep. wearing orange, saying, oh. I'm a criminal. There you go. And everybody on the Missouri side can wear green with the sign that says, I'm a patient. Did you guys hear that? Okay, hear orange that. on Kansas side, because unfortunately, you guys you're are still a criminal. criminal. We're sorry. sorry. We don't think you are. We don't. And then Missouri would wear green. So how do we get that going, Dolores? Come on, Dolores. Okay, Speak all it. you guys out there, Speaker Truth. We need to uh, get something like that going. FYI, let's work on that. Let's all right, hashtag August second. State, state line. State line. Well, it's not that hard with Facebook. No. I mean, you guys know all the players yes. in the city. You know Ricky Starling, and yeah. Um, I mean, we'll I do. know all the Kansas girls. There you go. All right. Well, all let's right, start making a pack, kids. Let's make this happen. That sounds pretty interesting. Uh, all right. Let's talk about that. <laughs> we'll start getting our heads together and maybe do we a little make... rally of some yes, sort. Yes, let's that would do be it. Fun. Well, it would be fun. If we got to start somewhere, we've got to get media. Yes. 
you know, yes. and if we're blocking traffic on state line, or it, maybe not Don't blocking, but making a lot of noise, right? We might get the media some check. attention. Oh my gosh, I haven't been Which arrested is since the seventies <laughs> <laughs> for protesting. No, it's I been have. twenty years. Have I've been arrested also just once. We all. I, know. I didn't do it. You could tell you know, we're all we're all that, that way. I went to jail. Yeah, just I've been to jail months ago. Oh, oh, well, shit happens. You go, girl. I'm proud of you. <laughs> got the t-shirt. And you got the t-shirt. And she got the t-shirt. Hey. Hey, yeah, well. I'm on probation in Kansas for paraphernalia. Oh, my goodness. Kansas again. Kansas again. Yeah, gotta love this state. Kansas. Gotta love that state. No, I, stay out of Kansas yeah. if you can, if, yeah. if you are. But we have to help Kansas. With, yeah, we do, because there's people in Kansas out. that are really super cool, but they that, can't do anything. I didn't mean stay out of Kansas. I right. Mean, don't, don't travel with travel. your medicine. Yeah, don't go to Kansas. Do not take your medicine to, to Kansas. Kansas. They yeah. don't fact, accept they don't our medicine. They yeah. don't have the same medical dealer. <laughs> in fact, in Evolution Magazine, I'm my own dealer, I think it was in the fall, that. someone had wrote an article about a nice young lady who was a Missouri resident, uh -huh. and she was arrested coming back from Colorado. Oh, yes, on, with the joint. Yeah, just and she there. was honest. Yeah. She yeah. was honest and uh, said, hey, I have I read that in Evolution. That, yeah. Okay, we yep. read that story in Evolution, yep. just FYI. Okay, everybody. So I think what I, I gotta say again. And if you get in trouble, you. is this a good gal to get a hold of? Yeah, Joni oh. Hirschman. Here you there go. You go. Joni Hirschman, if you get in trouble if with some sort of cannabis issue. This lady is a fire cracker. Love her. Love her. Project volunteer attorney and has been very instrumental in getting a lot of guys out of. Yeah, and that's Joni Harshman. Yeah. Harsh, 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 H-A-R-S-H, M-A-N, Law. So, there you go. if you want to, if you have any issues or discussions about anything particular to law and cannabis, if you are nonviolent, this is a good lady to talk to. She's awesome. Okay, yeah, we we think well, she's pretty cool. Dolores, we love you. We you I, I, I we just moved into out. your house no, and I'm we appreciate so you so much here. letting yeah. us do this and we're we want to talk more because I, there's so many things and experiences there that you more. have that have different many facets as to why what we do what Lolly and I do and why it's so important what you do and as if we can all walk well, we, arms. We, uh, the survival of the planet Yes, I mean, we're a depends on that. Thank you. The Thank only you. thing that it's so true. And, and, we are running out of time. People look that. around. Yeah, we are. Um, people are I angry. Tried send, I tried to send a copy of *The Emperor Wears No Clothes* to Greta Thunberg, and it traveled to Norway and back. I love it. Spent sixty-five dollars in postage, <laughs> and it got tore open and retaped shut, and but it, it didn't make it to her. We have to educate the young people about the requirements of him. Yeah. That that it was a big part of our history and the it best is. way to do that is to buy Jack Harris book, The Emperor Wears No Clothes, which I usually have a copy right here. Oh but gosh. I've, I've given it. away like three oh, okay. lately, so I don't I'm have sure any. Amazon yeah. has, but, has Okay, that. so Dan Harris, Jack's son, sold Jeff Bezos the publishing rights to the book, which is great. Because now it is easily available. Go on your Amazon Prime. It's there thirty-eight dollars. Get it. And you what know, is the name of the book again? The, the Emperor, Emperor Wears No Clothes by Jack Herer. H e r e r. It is the Bible. It is the complete, unabridged history of cannabis and cannabis prohibition. You need to know this. Okay. Everybody needs to know what's in the book. 
Yeah, um, we do. You can't really go and, you know, Aristotle says if you want to be a change agent, you need logos, ethos, and pathos. There you go. You need the lo logic. The, you the need logic. the knowledge. You have to educate yourself on your subject matter. That can be done in one book. Yes. One $38 book. You have to have passion, pathos, and, pathos, and you have and to have ethos. You have to have Which is your ethics. ethics. And we have a big shortage of ethics within the cannabis community. So I would just urge everyone not to be tempted ever. Never be tempted to do anything that is even remotely unethical with this plant. It, right. it, it is a sacred plant, and that is a violation of the sacred trust. It we is. need to make it safe for everyone until we get it off the schedule. Your child can be as controlled as you can possibly get them on cannabis yeah. medicine for their epilepsy or for their autism. But the minute they fall on the playground and break their arm and they've got to go in the hospital, you'll get arrested if you try to give them their medicine, even at Children's Mercy in Kansas City, Missouri, even though CBD is legal. They will still call child social services on you if you bring cannabis into a hospital to give it to your child. Every seizure can kill a child. Right, I know. And an a adult. friend of mine uh, lost her child at Every the age of seizure can. John Travolta lost a child. Yeah, at I think he was. I was mean, like sixteen. And his money's life. not a factor. No, but medicine is. It is a. Yeah. And until it's off the schedule, hospitals won't let us have it in the hospital because they accept Medicare and Medicare funding and Medicaid funding, which makes them a federal facility. Hospitals are federal facilities that cannot use cannabis under any circumstances until we get it off the schedule. There you go. Our children are going to continue to die. I don't give a damn about your legal initiative. There's no such thing as recreational marijuana. If you yeah, are ingesting it, you are being medicated. Right, exactly. And there you go. To put DoorDash weed ahead of going to Washington, D.C. and getting it off the schedule so our children are safe, that's, that's, that's criminal. That's just all kinds of wrong, folks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they that's don't have, their, prior they don't have their priority straight. And there again, it's about money. About it's about children, and it's yeah. about trying be about to go children. back to being about yeah. our children. It should be about their health, their well-being. Get our children safe yeah. first. And they're absolutely. And like Doctor, and like Doctor Sulak said, our our children are bearing the brunt. Yes, they of are. Our societal issues that we have at this point. Yeah. And now we're going to deny them the one thing that the can help them bridge that. Them. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. well we know the one thing that can help, help us. Yes. All right. Peace, Peace out, everybody. We love you, and thank and you for joining us. And go, Lolly Girl. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. Love Thanks you. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank, thank you, you, Dolores. Thank you. You're so wonderful. Thanks for doing thank your work. You.